We're going to try to salvage as much of this vinyl as we can. We're taking it out of here while it's wet and stripping it and we're washing it and cleaning it. And uh, we got a ton of people back at uh, headquarters helping with that. And meanwhile, we're kind of dealing with the wet stuff here. So it's a lot, um, but um, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be all right. Welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. I am the curling iron burn on your neck that looks like a hickey, Napalm Nanny. And before I get started, remember that shaving off your eyebrows is a form of self-love and to find me on Instagram under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. Also, if you feel like buying me a cup of coffee or supporting the Shack, my Venmo handle is Windex Burns My Eyes. Like always, if you want to and if it's within your means. A huge thank you to Molka Hitamami, Dan45, Hank, and Eddie for the donations and for funding my addiction to caffeine. Just an FYI, I am feeling a little under the weather, so I apologize if I sound a little funny. Now on to the show. And if you're like me, then you adore the hidden gems that Norden Records have made accessible to all the budding music dweebs. And the record label has a pretty interesting origin story. Billy Miller, an avid rockabilly, R&B, and garage punk record collector and one hell of an entrepreneur, met Miriam Lena, an early drummer for the Cramps, in 1977 at a New York record fair. Then, two years later, they founded the encyclopedic fanzine Kicks, following the path of another punk zine titled Bomp. Their zine would then lead them to the path of Norton record label in 1986, named after the Jackie Gleason neighbor on The Honeymooners. Lena was also fortunate to have had worked for the Red Star Records and then for over a decade at The Strand. She would go on to share, 
I learned everything I ever learned about selling books and records or working in any kind of business from Fred Bass, she says of the bookstore owner. Every book had a worth to someone, and there's a customer for everything. The philosophy has seeped into Norden's DNA. Lena is quoted saying, It's not a matter of making things obscure or rare and so on. Our attitude is to make records available to people and make them available at a price that everybody can afford. We don't want to be elitist. We'd rather have people spend 50 bucks on 10 great records rather than 50 bucks on one record that they're going to have to be careful with. They can do that here too, but for the kids with some change in their pocket, they'll be able to come in and buy a $2 record or a dollar magazine. And before I get ahead of myself, here's this week's playlist. Enjoy.
about a year ago I found about her from a guy named Joe I met her at a high school dance one night And oh my gosh, what a beautiful sight And I love her, 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 love her Oh yeah, let's go, yeah loathes the word curator, and she isn't wild about collector either. She waves at the wall of records she accumulated with Mr. Miller, and she alternately calls it junk, stuff, and crapola, which she means lovingly. So Norton's taste has attracted superstar fans like Elton John and Robert Plant, who was named the label's customer of the year in 2006. Norton also became a precursor to what is now a broad field of young labels like Light in the Attic and Numero Group that specialize in tasteful, quote-unquote, curated reissues of obscure recordings. So Norton would take a hit when Billy Miller would pass away on November 13th at the age of 62 in his home in Brooklyn, New York. Lena still keeps his ashes in their only appropriate place, next to the couple's gigantic collection of 45 RPM records. Lena said in a recent interview at a Brooklyn loft with jukeboxes, pulp paperbacks, records, and B-movie posters everywhere, people say you're independent, you can do this on your own. But that independence thing was two people. Working as a fan, as a label owner, magazine publisher, whatever. It's always been side by side and having a blast with it. She added, holding back tears. It's a little harder having a blast by yourself. But Miller's death is not Norton's first setback. In 2012, its warehouse in Red Hook, Brooklyn was flooded by Hurricane Sandy, destroying most of the label's 250,000 records, along with paperwork, master tapes, and much of the stock of their book imprint, Kicks Books. Lena recalls, It took a lot of gusto out of the game to see stuff floating around down there. They drew on decades of goodwill in the business, and they got much of the label's catalog back into print, and Norton now sells discount Sandy's records. And this is all just the tip of the iceberg, so find the articles that I use posted on my Twitter, and while you do, enjoy the rest of the playlist. What it get? Mama meow, meow, mama meow, meow, mama meow, meow. Bird. The cat, the cat, the woody, woody cat. 
tell you how tickled I am to be able to share some of my favorite finds with music, history, and literature, even on bad days. I'm honored and I'm glad that we can learn from one another. And I don't think you guys know how much it means to me when I get comments, messages, likes on the content that I put out there. Not to mention people sharing this strange corner of the internet. I'm honestly grateful for you guys. So till the next episode, I am your host, Napalm Nanny. Stay safe out there, guys. <laughs>